0: Uh, well, Sakita, I mean, if you think about the the political climate in student affairs throughout the year, um, there's been a, an ongoing call for decolonization, um, and one of the one of the issues when it comes to reform, uh, you know, in the post-colony, is um, the manner in which loopholes are found to exclude the poor and the black, um, and one of those loopholes is the economic loophole, where um, there are large large segments of the population that just don't have access to the kind of money that is needed to, like, get access to real real things. You know what I mean? And so what we have now is we've got the MIP, which um, was announced, well, it, it, it was published in booklet, the booklet, uh, the fees booklet, for next year um, that states that the minimum initial payment for Rose University next year will be 45600 and that's just obscene. <laughs> that's just obscene because already you have students that are going into um the next academic year with a ton of debt and then they have to scrum it again for forty five thousand um rand, which it, it, it's just an ongoing cycle of poverty really. So uh, uh,
1: uh, do you have a solution, a possible solution to at least some of these problems at this time?
0: Well, I mean, the students, and, and this, is, this is the issue, one of the, one of the causes that the black students movement had taken up during the course of the year was um, vacation accommodation, where students were asked to leave reses during short vacations, so what would happen is that students would have to come up with money to go home or pay the university extra money to stay um, during vacations. And that was, again, another um, economic toll that was being put on working-class um, families. So we, we tried to come up with, with solutions with that, and we were in discussion with, um, with the university's management and looking at policies and reworking policies. But I, I find it strange that the onus seems to be on the students to come up with solutions for something that should have been looked at as soon as they started saying that higher education was no longer a privilege but a right.
1: So you speak about these loopholes to exclude the poor and black students. Uh, Who do you believe should be at the forefront of rectifying this?
0: Well, we are at the forefront. Everyone should be at the forefront, but everyone who has an interest in in this country being what we continue to say that we imagine it to be. I mean, what the students are really um, fighting for is a place in the imagination of this country. This country is not imagining the black student, the poor black student, the, the black student that comes from a working class background whose family has been excluded, has been just like marginalized for decades, decades on end. And that student is fighting for a place in the imagination of this country to be a citizen. And so the question is, how is it that it is a specific person or a specific group's um, responsibility to be on the forefront. This is something that everyone should be interested in.
1: Should higher education be free in South Africa?
0: I believe it should. I believe it should if if, if, if the if the idea is that higher education is indeed the key to to a, a better life, for lack of a better phrase. Um, if, it's, if, it's, if it's if it's if it's if it if it means access then surely it should be a right. And if it is a right, then surely we can't be paying close to 100,000 rand a year so that we can get access to that. Because immediately, if you think about this holding, if 100,000 rand a year is what it costs to get a higher education in South Africa, then start to think about what the, the people that have access look like in 10, 20 years.